Well, we're here again. If you're listening on the podcast, you might notice a different day it's coming out, but that's okay. If you're listening online on RadioVegas.rocks, good for you. Thank you. If you've got their app, thank you. If you are listening on the podcast, on any of the podcast platforms, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us a review. And also, just so you know, if you are subscribed already and you're hearing this on a different day, it's because now we're dropping these on Sundays instead of Fridays. Obvious reason, you start the week the next day. Better chance you're going to hear it right away. If not, it gives you one last thing to look forward to every weekend. So make sure you keep it up, keep listening, keep subscribing, keep visiting all the things you need to do. But make sure most of all you enjoy the music. And here you go. This is the Die Laughing Records radio podcast number eight, the Infinity Edition. You're tuned into the Die Laughing Records radio podcast. Yay! Today's a fun show. We've got a lot of new music for you. We've got a lot of music from bands that have made submissions to the podcast, as well as ones that we've personally requested that we think would you would enjoy. Also, we've got a new segment to the show, a new signing that we're going to talk about. A lot. We've got a lot of news. We've got a lot for you today compacted into one hour so set aside some time get your ears flowing get your ears going and chelsea rose from bite take it away these groups are not just great bands they're fucking great friends of mine no whisker
for our sake. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for us. For out of the ground we were taken for the dust we are. And to the dust we shall return. the track Footsteps of the Brave by Low Life, and prior to that was the band Fuck'em with the song No Escape from their album entitled No Escape. That's available for $5 only on the DieLaughingRecords.com website. Make sure you pick it up. Now here's the triple shot of the week. This is 
That was a hell of a triple shot this week. I'm feeling it. That last track you heard was Freak Around Town by The Next off their record Madhouse. It's only available as a CD, a physical copy. And that was uh, produced by Aaron Madsen. And that record came out on Die Laughing Records this year, 2018, featuring a lot of um, Bay Area punk legends. So make sure you check it out. Jimmy Crucifix, who's Crucifix, uh, Fang, you name it, he's in it. And plays with a lot of other bands. Um, Greg Langston is also in the next. You also He's been in a ton of bands. You've also got um, Mike Tringali. And then they have a new new um, bassist who is named Naomi Stein, who also plays in Dick and Jane. Then prior to that, you had Goddamn by Speed Pigs from Salem, Oregon. They were a submission. Great band. Their record is available on Bandcamp, so make sure you check out Bandcamp for the Speed Pigs. And then before that, starting off this whole triple shot, was The Nerve. And that was from their Trust and Fire album, which is an LP, 12-inch vinyl, a CD, or a download, or streamable as well. And that was Psycho X's. And if on if you didn't know on the drums on that track was Andy Gallen from Death Angel. And the artwork on that record is awesome. It was done by Nate Van Dyke and his Anthrop from the band, as you heard, The Nerve. So enjoy, and that was your triple shot of the week. This is the news. The news is here, and it's Mr. Dave Dalton. Yeah. Hey, folks. Dave Dalton here. Hope everybody's having a rocking day. Um, you know, I am. Hey, let's talk about some touring and some pos- and some new records coming up for 2019. Uh, the touring, um, let's start with Fang. They're going to be heading to Japan to do, a, I think, a nine-day tour. The tour starts like November 22nd, ends December 1st. Let's uh, send them off with a big shout-out. Um, they're going to do very, very, very good over there. And then we're talking about a band that's not on our label. They're called The Undead. But some of the Die Laughing bands like uh, Screaming Bloody Marys, The Nerve, are going to be doing some support slots up here in Northern California at the Press Club, Sacramento, California, the bottom of the hill. Um, it, it's going to be really crazy. And speaking about the Press Club, we have a new booker, a new promoter in town in Sacramento, Jillian Cab. And um, I want to shout out to her that she's doing a tremendous job booking bands now in Sacramento area. I Okay, now we have um, Bite. Um, they're going to be finishing up on their new record, no title yet. And uh, there, there's plans of them to go into the East Coast, New York area, to do a tour. There's plans, and hopefully this all across our fingers, they go to Rebellion UK this year in August in the UK. And uh, what else we got here on the news? Yeah, Union 13, doing a um, South American tour, along with um, our buddies from Mexico. They're on Die Laughing Records, the Dickens. Man, they're getting along really well. And uh, the Frequency Within, they're planning on doing a few shows with Union 13, hopefully with the Screaming Bloody Marys. Hey, listen, uh, Die Laughing Records just signed a band called uh, Amy, Angel, and the Hellraisers. 
they got some really cool songs. Uh, their music's like rockabilly meets uh, punk, garage rock, um, up and coming. Very, very cool stuff. And I want to say congratulations to Amy, Angel, and the Hellraisers on Die Laughing Records. Here's a track by Amy, Angel, and the Hellraisers. This is I'd Do It Again. drummer for unit 13 thanks for listening to die laughing records podcast hello folks dave dalton hey i want to talk about a drummer um she's an amazing drummer man uh it's cassandra she's from uh, the band union 13 which is on die laughing records she's an amazing drummer a really cool person i met her at my birthday party november 3rd 
in San Francisco at the bottom of the hill. She was just a fantastic person, full of life, and a, a great drummer, man. And uh, I see she's doing a project with Joe Sib from Side One Dummy, Matt Hensley from The Flogging Molly, and more. Um, they just played her recently, and it was very, very cool, I heard. So I want to give shouts out to Cassandra. And yes, Union 13 will be back in 2019. Possible tours, um, especially in the West Coast here in California. Hello, folks. Dave Dalton. Hey, I'm going to talk about a project I'm putting back together um, called The Unfortunate Bastard with Friends. Last time I put something out, um, that was about a couple years ago, uh, The Unfortunate Bastard with Friends called The Hobo Circus on Die Laughing Records. And you can order that still. Just go to DieLaughingRecords.com. Okay, this other one coming out, The Unfortunate Bastard, will be out in um, 2019. I got a couple of tracks I'm going to record with friends like Naomi Stein from Dick and Jane and The Next on bass. Greg Langston on drums. He's in The Next. He was in The Sea Hags, and he's in Screaming Bloody Marys. And on guitar, we're going to have uh, Brewer Dave. He was in TNA, uh, Charm School Dropouts. Uh, the Shadow Circus, and so forth. It's going to be a really good record. Um, and um, on the record, we're going to have some of my friends putting their songs on it, almost like a compilation, like an Unfortunate Bastards compilation, but not quite. Uh, we have Glenn Matlock from the Sex Pistols. He has a song he's going to put on. Bobby Steele's going to be on it. Uh, Knox from the Vibrators. Kevin from Seven Seconds. And a good mate of mine, Keith Smart, from the UK, great guy. He's going to have a track he wrote called Traveling Man. That's about Ronnie Lane, of The Faces, Small Faces, and Slim Chance. So this record will come out in 2019. I can't wait. There's a very good possibility right now you're listening to RadioVegas.rocks or you're listening to us on our podcast. And so I want to put some music in here for you. By the unfortunate bastard. This is Borstal Boys from Hobo Circus from 2016 on Die Laughing Records. And you can get this on our website at dielaughingrecords.com or you can get it online. Only the Hobo Circus tracks um, of the unfortunate bastard. If you want all the other friends, it's a physical CD exclusive. So take your choice, make your pick, enjoy this song. Borstal Boys.
schemes And no one hears before she's 17 I bet your life is right tonight in a mess When I get out of here I'm gonna make myself and disappear See me on the corner with a chip on my shoulder Don't blame me hey! Years gone by I sense this place of time I just wait To eat the Hey, I want to talk about a movie called The Ranger. I uh, got to see the premiere along with my uh, colleague Rob Tristler from Die Laughing Records. And we got to meet uh, the producer, Jen Wexler, Heather Buckley, and uh, the person that put the music together, uh, Mitta Goodwin. Um, I just want to say the, mu- the movie is amazing. It's macabre, sadistic, a lot of action. Um, it, I can just say this. It's a ranger versus the punks in a forest that's all i can say it's really funny and uh it's going to be dropping um on dvd at the red box november 20th uh check it out maybe you can rent it and yeah hell man i have some thanksgiving turkey watch it have fun and um on the soundtrack it's gonna be it's a cool soundtrack they have the avengers uh uh who else is on that damn soundtrack? Let me look at my paperwork. Oh, on Die Laughing, off Die Laughing Records, Fang and the Nerve. I'm very proud of that. Thank you, Mitta Goodwin and Heather Buckley, putting that together. Again, folks, uh, The Ranger. You cannot miss this. You know, it's, it's going to be become a cult classic 20 years from now. So, uh, props to Jen Wexler, Heather Buckley, and uh, the musical director, Mitta Goodwin. Dave Dalton here. Hey, I want to shout out um, a club called Winter's Tavern, Pacifica, California, and Winter's Tavern, the Motherload in Sonora, California. These two uh, clubs that are amazing. Uh, owners are CJ and Corrine. Great, great folks. And uh, straight up, um, I first discovered Winter's Tavern in Pacifica about four or five years ago. And uh, been hearing a lot about it, so went out and checked it out. Remind me of a nice CBGBs, um, plenty of parking near the ocean, and uh, they've hosted good bands like TSOL, the Dickies, Fang, Vibrators, Michael Graves and the Misfits, uh, Dwayne Peters, Gunfight, Antisocial, Agent Orange, Fang, and up and coming Dick and Jane, and. Uh, a couple other bands uh, on Die Laughing Records, Screaming Bloody Marys and Frequency Within. The list goes on and on. And yes, I am plugging my bands in. Ha, ha, ha. I do want to mention a show coming up November 24th. Uh, I want to do a shout out for Savage Savage Resurrection, the Chuckleberries, Not Yetis. Uh, It's kind of a psychedelic show. Savage Resurrection. I think it started like in late 60s i'm not really sure but the drummer that 
playing with them or sitting in with them uh, is Greg Langston. And he plays with the Screaming Bloody Marys, The Next. He's with He was with the Sea Hags and Tuxedo Moon. I mean, this guy's an amazing drummer. And uh, yeah, good times, man. So uh, yeah, check out uh, Winter's Taverns in Pacific California and Sonora. You won't go wrong. And CJ's a fair guy. All right, folks, uh, we'll go from there. Hey, Rob, take it away. Let's play, uh, let's play some Dick and Jane. Stop me if you've heard this one before. We talk to the girls for a while. Yeah. One, two, one, two, three, four. I want a hard-boiled dick to search for my love cover agent to seek out my riches, I tell you girl, it's one of my major bitches, I want a hard-boiled dick, right now, it takes a tough guy to make me do right, I need someone to dog me each and every night. I hope you all heard it the first time.
That last track was Knox from the Vibrators off the Hobo Circus album from The Unfortunate Bastard and Friends. It's only available on the physical CD. That was a request this week, so we decided to play it again. We've actually played it one other time on this podcast. Uh, Prior to that was Dave's own request to hear some Dick and Jane, and that was Hard Boiled Dick from their 1989 album, which is live at Gilman Street, 1989, and that also featured No Alternative as a split disc, as well as three unreleased Green Day tracks from the same show in 1989 at Gilman Street. So both those records are available on our website at dielaughingrecords.com. Also, give some retail stores love. They support the hell out of us. And you can go to any retail store that sells CDs and vinyl, and you can ask them to order you any of the CDs or records on Die Laughing Records. If they don't have it, tell them to order from our distributor, Cobraside, and they'll get it for you. So no matter how you want to go about getting this music, get it and support these bands. Hey, this is CJ, Winter's Tavern, East and West. Come on out and support the scene. Live music, it's where it's at. Die Laughing Records. Punk Rock.
Numb Killer by Tara Who. Who are they? They're going to be touring with a band called Frequency Within, you might know, from Die Laughing Records. They'll be doing a lot of dates in the United States as well as France and the UK later in 2019. So if you're in one of those markets, please watch out for both bands on tour together. And also, prior to hearing Numb Killer, you heard This Machine Kills Rats by another band about to hit the road. And that's from their album Rise Up. That was Fang. And they're about to hit Japan. So if you're in Japan and want to see Fang, November, early December is your month to go see them. So check out their website. Check out Facebook. Check out all the social platforms. And all these bands are going to be touring. So make sure you get out to the shows and support them. The Maelstrom Minute with Curtis Smith of Maelstrom Music PR. Hey, Rob, thanks a lot. Hey, I just come across this artist that's really cool uh, that's going to be doing uh, some YouTube channels. She's from Texas. She's known as the Southern Belle of Rock. Uh, her name is Cleo Cadence, C-L-I-O-C-A-D-E-N-C-E. Uh, she was in a band 
uh, called Love Past Blue, which had a lot of followers out in Texas. Uh, she was um, basically, you know, lead singer of the band, and now she's created her own YouTube channel where she goes behind the scenes on the various situations. Uh, she had her first issue uh, came out a couple weeks ago that featured um, Ken Morton from High Wire Days Magazine and the photographer Jeff Liu, which turned out to be pretty cool. So anyways, she's pretty cool. Check her out. Cleo Cadence. You can do a Google search, C-L-I-O-C-A-D-E-N-C-E. And uh, yeah, check wow. her out. You'll really dig on her. The next segment is something we're going to try this week, and I think if it goes well, we're going to do it more often. But the idea is to give bands that are working, working bands, and people that are just curious about the inner workings of uh, music, um, a glimpse into um, what PR is and what PR has done and why it's done for bands. And every segment will be a little different, um, but we're going to go ahead and try this out. This is uh, myself, Robert Trisler, talking to Curtis Smith of Maelstrom PR on the phone. Let's walk into this conversation. Like, what does a PR guy do? What is the difference between that and a label? That's a good question because there's different facets of PR, which means public relations. And the goal is to get exposure, you know, for people that are on the road or in a band's case, let's say they've got 20 dates. And they're going to get in the van, and they're going to take off to each date, and they're going to play, and they're going to move on to the next date. You have the club that will promote in their local area with flyers and posters and things like that uh-huh. as the band comes into town. But not always do you have a promoter that's going to reach out to the media locally or regionally. They might not you know, have the time or who knows. They might have a couple friends come out, but the goal for them is to get people to the show. So when okay. an artist, when a, when a band hires a PR person, Number one, if they reach out to a venue and they're trying to book a venue, say, in Houston, and they tell that promoter, we have a publicist, just by hearing that, that that person's going to try to get as much positive exposure for the artist as they can ahead of the, re- ahead of the show date. So if, if given the lead time, meaning like let's say the date was booked you know, six weeks in advance, which is typical for a promoter because they need to have – you know, that's how far out they book most of the time, if not even further. The PR guy comes along, he's, he gets in touch with the promoter and says, like me, hi, my name's Curtis, and I'm working with this band, let's say The Nerve, okay? Mm-hmm. And okay. they're going to be playing, um, you know, in Houston at your club, and I was wanting to see if you could send me your house list or your promotion list if you happen to have one, so I can cross-reference it with my database to get maximum exposure for the artists when they're there. And the promoters, they love that because that means the more, more exposure, the more people come to the show, which means they sell more tickets and more drinks and more merchandise and all that. My point as a PR person for a touring band is to get as much exposure as you can ahead of the day of the show so that more people know about it so they can go to it. Okay, so here I got, I got something for you as a label that, not only has physical, but we have, a, you know, everything's digital nowadays. Not always, but a lot of stuff is digital, and some things are digital that aren't physical. Um, and a right. lot of bands are experimenting with what works and doesn't work for their band, um, mm-hmm. even, if they're not, even if they're not on any label, right? Now, right. With, with saying that, you know, you've got a band on the road 
It doesn't have any physical. Maybe they have some T-shirts. Maybe they have a few things that people can leave and, and, and be happy that they got a shirt or a hoodie or a hat or whatever or some kind of beer koozie or something. And they leave mm-hmm. there, but they have no audio because either the band is only doing it online or their stuff hasn't come out yet or something of that nature. They don't have anything that they musically take home, but they got their YouTube, they got Instagram, they got all these other social media platforms out there, but they don't have something people can say, Hey, I've got a cop. I've got this. Um, how do you promote that? I mean, I mean, as far as from a PR point of view, because it not always, at least, I mean, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. That's a good question because that, there's a gap there, you know, between the point of going on the road and selling music. I mean, the point of going on the road is to promote your artist so that you can sell what you have. And in the digital age, that is a quagmire in a way because, you know, if you don't have physical copy, nobody really knows what you're promoting. At the same time, being that you're out there, you want people to know more about the artist. So my, the way I see it, my opinion is the most important thing a band can do when they're on the road is to get a fan base, uh, a fan, a, create a, a fan list, get emails, and get contact information for the people at the shows, and use that down the road to promote what's coming. You know, maybe you have a new single coming out, and you can update these people constantly, whether it be social media or email or whatever happens to be the best preference to promote the band to the to the fans. But I yeah. think the number one thing is getting a um, mailing list going, and. If you happen to be on the road, for example, let's say you're touring the United States or regional, let's say regional, Northern California, Southern California, and back. Um, every venue that you play, you should have a mailing list set up. Try to get uh, the name of the person and their email address at least. And if there's any way you can get a Facebook or something, that'd be killer. And then use that to your advantage to promote further things that are coming down the road. And then when you come back through town, they're going to know that you're coming and they'll become bigger fans and go from there. Um, but at the same time, I strongly suggest myself that a band at least consider, or a label at least consider, a short run of CDs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the, in the digital age, there's a lot of people that just think, well, it's easier and it's time, less time consuming and whatnot. But there's nothing more satisfying to a, to, to a writer or to um, a fan to actually have physical copy in their hand, whether it be a limited edition, it could be vinyl, whatever the case. But... You know, the idea is to have something to, to hand them. You know, if you want to hand them stickers and this and that, that's cool too. But I, I always think it's a good idea to have at least a short run of CDs, maybe 100 or so, just because yeah. it's going to sustain them on the road. You know, if they sell CDs on the road, it's going to get them to the next gig. Now, if you liked that and want to hear more about the music business from a business standpoint and you're interested in more information in general about different aspects, send in your questions to us at dilaughingrecords at gmail.com. Just title it um, Music Business Question, and we would gladly uh, try to answer that for you on one of the segments. Uh, You know, remember, he's a publicist. I'm with the record label. Also, we'll get Dave involved as well and other people and uh, try to answer your questions the best that we can every week. So if you like it, let us know.
Okay, so that was Wolves in Argyle with Dangerous. They're an Oakland, California band, and you can check them out at wolvesinargyle.com. Well, we've reached that part of the show now where I say thank you. But first, I want to thank you from a mighty list of people. And that mighty list consists of so many great people. We'll start real simple. RadioVegas.rocks. Jay and Josh, thank you very much for the ongoing support. And we are every Wednesday, 11 a.m. till 12 noon. And that is Pacific Coast time. So if you are anywhere in the world listening and you're listening to our podcast, but you want to check us out on the radio, please do that. Also, Cobraside Distribution, Randy and Gubby, thank you very much for all the support you're doing and all the distribution for all the bands on Die Laughing Records. In addition, Dave Dalton, my business partner and friend in Die Laughing Records, I'm stoked that we get to do this. Curtis Smith from Maelstrom Music PR for joining the team and becoming part of this podcast and being a longtime friend as well. And then, you know, all the bands, of course, and and all you listeners, thank you all very much for your support and continued support. And we do have permission to play this music or we wouldn't do it. And if it wasn't for you listeners and wasn't for the bands, we wouldn't bother doing this at all. Bullshit!